hello there. Um, hey, thanks for clicking on my video. Please don't dislike it yet um, for me saying in the title that freedom is bad. Um, because I like freedom and I want to support freedom. But I also want to make sure that we understand that there is a lot more to freedom than what the current political narrative tends to lead us to think. Um, so you're welcome to dislike this video, but wait till the end, see what I say, and then decide. So here in the United States, the word freedom is like our gospel word. It is the word by which we declare our Americanness. We want freedom. It's the most important thing. America is the free country. And that's who we are. Freedom's bad. Um, now, again, just wait a second. I will get to why freedom is good, but let me start off with why freedom is bad. I challenge you to find any freedom that doesn't have a danger and a cost associated with it. I'll, I'll take the most famous, the most popular American freedom. That's the freedom of speech. So freedom of speech, we can say what we want. Um, Great. That's awesome. I love being able to say what I want. Except that can cause some really bad problems. What if someone decided to, um, I don't know, share the designs for a nuclear bomb? What if someone decided to follow another person around everywhere, yelling at them constantly, threatening to kill them? What if we get people who convince people of things that are not true and get them to do crazy things based on their words alone? Freedom of speech is dangerous. Oh, it is so dangerous. We can destroy ourselves with freedom of speech. You can pick other freedoms, though. Um, let's go to a far more benign freedom. What about the freedom of leaving your house? Well, that is a really dangerous freedom. You leave your house, you might get run over by a car. You might get noticed by a serial killer. You might run over someone with a car. If you leave your house, you might harm someone else. If we kept everybody in their houses... Well, our streets would be really safe. We wouldn't have any more um, street crimes. We wouldn't have any more crashes on the road. We wouldn't have... Um, well, you get the point. So, freedoms are bad for this reason. So, why do we still keep them? Well, because the alternative is worse. If we don't have freedom of speech then that gives the power of speech to one group, whatever group is in power at the time. And we see this throughout history, is you will get groups that will execute people for having ideas that at the time the group in power didn't 
like. But today, we accept those as truth. Those are good things. The freedom to leave your house, well, yeah, sure, you can get into a lot of trouble if you leave your house. But you can also go out and work, and you can get food. You can actually have a life. Um, not saying that you have to leave your house to have a life, but... Yeah. <laughs> Pandemic, yay. Um, so with freedoms, it is a balance between protecting you from the harm that freedoms can cause. And between protecting your ability to be a human, to be able to grow and develop. If we had 100% freedom, that's anarchy. 100% freedom means that no one stops you from stealing, from killing others, from creating piles of of chemical waste that pour over everyone else's property. Ironically, when you have 100% freedom and don't restrict anyone, honestly, your freedoms start getting really limited. Because once you have that, then say someone stronger than you can beat you up and say, you're my slave now, if you don't pay attention group of people could get together and say, hey, we're the bosses in the area and no one's going to stop us. So we are going to make everyone do everything that we want them to do. Yeah, 100% freedom leads to no freedom. Then you've got security. Well, what's 100% security? Well, um, cut out freedoms and you get slavery you get um people locked up into boxes and they're not allowed to leave they're not allowed to choose they're not allowed to make do anything and in fact honestly if you want to get 100 percent um protection from the dangers of freedom then you stick everyone onto an iv put them in a medically induced coma and there they are lying there in a hospital bed. They can't think. They have no freedom to move or do or whatever. So now you've lost your security because now you've lost your chance to be yourself, to express, to be human. Everything that you were trying to protect is now being lost by it being controlled. So we need to change the narrative. Our narrative shouldn't be freedom or regulation. You've got one side that will say, we need to regulate this. We need to stop people from doing this bad thing, that bad thing, because look at the harm it's doing. It is causing tons of harm. And then you have the other side say, no, we need our freedoms. Look at the good it's doing. Without freedom, we would have all these problems. And the narrative puts these two against each other. But it's not the case. Nobody, nobody here in the U.S. Well, okay. There's always somebody. But you know what I mean. Probably nobody listening to this wants 100% freedom or 100% security. We're just trying to find the right balance. 
So freedom of speech, we do regulate. We don't have 100% freedom of speech. You're not allowed to lie in a court. You're not allowed to expose government weapons and secrets. Um, you're not allowed to threaten someone with death. Um, you're not allowed to to lie about your product that you are trying to sell. If you make something and say, hey, this cures cancer, well, guess what? You're not allowed to do that. That's your freedom of speech being cut down. In my opinion, that's a good thing. I love to be able to pick up a food from the grocery store and they have to legally have to tell me the truth of what's inside of that food. I like that. I like that um, I don't have the nuclear codes or the way to create nuclear bombs floating around everywhere for everyone to see. I'm glad. Every freedom has to have some level of moderation. But you know what? I'm also glad that I get to tell you this. I am glad that I can st sit here. I was going to say stand up, but I'm not standing. I get to sit here, um, read into my little microphone, and say my opinions. I don't want that taken away from me. So I need freedom of speech. But I want a balance of it. What is the right balance? I don't know. But instead of people arguing freedom of speech, uh, versus regulating speech. Don't do that. Instead, argue this is a better balance of protecting freedom and balancing costs and risks. We want freedom. We want security. We want both. We need to find a balance that works best. Now, that balance also can be changing. Here's the thing. Culture changes a lot. Our culture today is very different than what it was a hundred years ago. Very different. So the balance of what freedoms versus regulations are the healthiest for our community do change somewhat. And we need to be aware of that and decide based on the current risks and benefits. Another part of this I do want to add is a lot of times I see people really upset about um, who does or doesn't go to jail. Have you ever noticed how we have a lot of we have a lot of movies and TV shows that really glorify the vigilante? the person or set of people who goes out and catches the bad guy, beats them up, kills them, whatever. Um, you have like the buddy cop shows where there's the two good main character cops who know that this bad guy is bad. They know he's doing bad stuff and they're going to catch him. And the, and the police chief says, you stop it. You are breaking our rules. And you stop or we're taking your badge. 
Um, and the buddy cops are like, no, if we stop, this guy's going to get away. He's going to be killing people. He's going to be harming people. He's going to be causing all these problems. And guess what? They're right, but they are very wrong because, <clears throat> because what do we value in our society? We value freedom and security, but we value freedom. So the standard of courts today is beyond a reasonable doubt, which means that if you have someone who comes in and there's just a shred of, it, it, it's possible, you know, it, it's possible. This person could be innocent. They're probably not, but maybe they are. Um, As long as that's within a reasonable amount of doubt, we got to let them go. Why? Because we value our freedom enough. Because if our standard of courts was um, more likely than not, I mean, you go into court and if, if you got arrested and you were innocent, and they're like, well, there's a better chance that he's guilty than he, is, than he isn't. And you go to jail. Our standard of courts lets a lot of guilty people go. Our standards make it so that tons of people go into court for something that they're guilty for and they get and they get away with it because there is at least a reasonable amount of doubt that they didn't do it because we can't know for sure. So every time you see someone who you think is guilty get away with not being put in jail just think that the standard by which that person who was guilty got away also allowed many innocent people to get away from false imprisonment. I, for one, don't want a Batman roaming the streets. <laughs> because if Batman came up, saw me doing something that he thought was sketchy, he thought was illegal or wrong, he could come and break my legs and beat me up and say, stop it. But I was innocent. So in the movies, Batman never gets it wrong. He always beats up the bad guys. But in reality, we never know 100% sure. So we have to balance freedom versus restriction. It's the same thing. We have to have some level of punishing people and some measure by which to imprison people and to catch them. And we have to have some measure by which to let them go. Best way to catch every single criminal, throw everyone in jail. Gotta catch them all. Um, best way to protect from every innocent person being falsely imprisoned, let them all go. Don't have prisons at all. You see, we get to this balance again. Neither of those are good options. <laughs> we can't just let everyone off, and we can't just imprison everyone. We need to have a balance between freedom and restriction, freedom and security. So in the title, I asked the question, is freedom bad? Yeah. Yeah, it is. At least freedom without regulation, without moderation, is bad. I could have asked the question, is security and regulation bad? 
The answer is yes. They're bad. We need both. No society can survive with 100% of either. So now I've presented this argument to you. Please take the time to think on it yourself. Please think of anything you're passionate about, either a freedom or a right or a privilege or whatever, and think, I am not asking for 100%. I'm not saying we want a 100% freedom. I'm not saying I want 100% restriction. I want a good, healthy balance. I want the right amount for my nation. And then when you argue with people online, when you hold up your picket signs, when you go and protest, instead of saying, I am, I am over here and they are over here and we need to get them over on this side. There's a good side and a bad side. No, no, there's not a good side and a bad side. There is a hundred percent side. There is a 0% side. And usually, in most arguments that you will find, you might be here. You might be at 54%. And the other person might be at 43%. You agree on a lot more than you think you do. Look at each of the things that you are passionate about. And say, how does this fit into a balance for society? where we balance freedom and protection. Let me know what you come up with. Now, I'm not going to say subscribe to my channel to get more of this content, because guess what? I'm probably not going to give you any more of this content. This is Talk Anything. I talk anything. Which means I am going to probably never come up back to this topic again, unless there's some reason I feel like it. So. Don't subscribe if you are wanting more of this specific content, because it'll change. There'll be different things each time. Anyways, thanks for listening to me. Bye.